All right, Lady Ada, what is this? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Show and Tell. It's me, Lady Ada, with me, Mr. Lady Ada, on camera control. We're uh, broadcasting live here from downtown Manhattan, home of Adafruit in New York City and the rest of New York City, which is not as nearly as interesting as Adafruit. But right now, we have a most interesting half an hour. We have 30 minutes of all the people in the community making stuff, sharing stuff, showing stuff. It's show and tell. We're gonna kick it off with Kim from DigiKey, and then we'll call on other people. We'll be out of here at 7.55. Take two or three minutes when we call on you to show off your thing. Start it off, Kevin. Hey, how's everybody doing? Good, hello. hello. Good. So a uh, quick project that I have working on, <clears throat> I got my, my Feather RP2040. Yeah. Which I'm pretty excited about. And for some reason, I couldn't get my 14-year-old daughter to come on show and tell tonight. But we're working on a project for her for school. Yeah. Um, Trying to teach her how to do uh, Circuit Python programming, and it's a solar system. Ooh! So it's a work in progress. It's not real pretty yet, but I have just a little test code in the in here. So it just spins around, and the Earth spins with the Moon around it. Ah. Of course, it'll keep going all the way around, but just for testing, I, you know, I only have it going back and forth. That looks cool. Good idea. We're doing some RP2040 robotics projects with Cricut as well because uh, the chip came out and we have like tons of projects, keyboards, obviously, because people yeah, like making keyboards. Awesome. But the thing uh, that we built around the Feather ecosystem was a bunch of robotics and stuff. And now that we have a Feather RP2040, we can do robotic stuff. So uh, stay tuned for that because you might be able to do, what is it called, an orrery? Or Norrie. Yeah, you could do lots of you could have multiple things going on. Here here's a here's a fun tip. Uh turn the servo upside down and put the feather on the body of the orrery and that way it can spin all the way around. Oh, that's a good idea. Right? You flip flip the servo upside down. Because it's yep. it can work either way. Yep. But that way the cabling goes up and then you put the you can just glue the feather onto that stick. Okay. That little battery. And then it can rotate you. The other thing won't be able to, the or the no. moon. But um, but that makes sense. So then it's it'll constantly. Oh no! Yeah, it can because it's not that's not twisting around itself. Yeah. So that way you can have the whole thing twist constantly. I believe. Yeah, you know, I knew there was a reason I came on show and tell. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's <laughs> why that's why I'm the engineer. I like I'm it. Yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> I want to be sending your 14 year old daughter a bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please. Don't. I demand your Halloween candy for she, three years. She's an excellent manager. She outsourced her homework to. Um, both DigiKey and Adafruit, and an MIT engineer. So uh, good work on her. Can't yeah, wait to work for her one day. I'll make sure her, she tells her teacher. Okay. Teacher no, actually, I, I want the I want the most I want the most uh, delectable treat you can have from a fourteen year old girl. She has to say I'm cool. <laughs> that sounds good. All right. Well, I'll send you a video of her saying you're cool. Awesome. Okay, we'll see. The lifeblood. <laughs> we follow you. We follow you on TikTok, so we'll just we'll just look for it on TikTok. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. That sounds good. I'll make her do a TikTok. Okay. All right. You got anything I, else, Kevin? That's what I got for this week. All right. All out, right. Of, out of this world. Good uh, stuff. Exactly. When I die, world. I want me to be born as your 14-year-old daughter. Sounds like a fun time. Electronics all the time. All right. Cool. Next up, Aaron. All right, next up, Aaron. Hello. Yeah. Uh, so I'm spending this winter up in the mountains and needed to make myself an LED snowboard. So that's what I've been working on this week. Uh, I've got it all finished, so I just wanted to show it off. I'm working on the tutorial this week, and ooh, there it goes. That's cool. We'll uh, start, uh, get launched next week, but I just wanted to come and show it off. So um, I'm using a Feather M4 Express and a PropMaker Wing, and I actually built the whole uh, enclosure inside of this GoPro case. 
Um, GoPro case is submersible and absolutely unbreakable. So I figured putting it on a snowboard would, uh, you know, there there's already GoPro cases. No, there. it's great. Why don't, don't try to design your own waterproof case. They, they did a great job with that. Absolutely. And the cool thing about it is that there are buttons on the case already that I can just put my, I used a little bit of thermoplastic to just stick my momentary switch in there. Mm. So I can press the button on the case and the uh, the modes will change. Nice. It's pretty great. So I don't have to open it up when I'm in the snow and risk getting my electronics wet or anything like that. Um, I got a bunch of different modes on there. I've been using the LED animations library and CircuitPython and just layering modes on top of each other, which I, of course is getting a little out of hand, but that's, it's an LED snowboard. I think it's supposed to be a little bit out of yeah, hand. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, but uh, the cool part is I've got a couple of modes or one set mode set up with the accelerometer. So let's see if I can get there. Uh, no, it's not gonna wanna let me go there, but um, so that the, uh, the, it knows which edge you're on and it will light up now, of course, it's not going to work for the demo, but it will light up the edge that you are currently on so that it. Um, oh, as you like, as you cut trace as you it. down the mountain, it'll light up the yeah. left side or the right side. I, I can't get it to work at the moment, but. It's know. okay. We believe you. It's a lot. I mean, look, it's it's already flashing light. It's looking <laughs> great. You did the live demo. Yeah. And it does it does work. And I got it out there on the slopes. I'm, I'm going to do a, one more video shoot this weekend and then uh, do some night skiing and and okay. hopefully get this launched pretty soon. But this is a really, really fun tutorial and I'm excited about this uh, this particular idea. I like the GoPro hack. I like how you're, oh, you always bring a little bit of that Aaron magic to uh, every project, like the tips the tips and tricks. That's where it's at. Absolutely. All right, good work, Aaron. Thank you. Um, and one note for the uh, people who build things out there, uh, GoPro is an interesting company. I always thought it was neat that in the, currently still we all have these super HD phones that we can record like 4K in, but GoPro still has a place. So just because like a phone can do everything doesn't mean there isn't single serving devices or devices that you can't build yourself or make or use with your projects. Um, because would you put your phone there and do the same thing? Probably not. So they're like GoPro occupies this different space. So anyways, I like GoPro. Good work, Aaron. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, next up, Nine Pedro. They use GoPros a lot. They love GoPros yeah. and they have spectacles. They're like the last spectacle yeah. universe. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So what's up, folks? Um, yeah, so we also have a Feather uh, RP2040 project. And really what we wanted to do was just highlight the STEMA QT, the built-in STEMA QT. So this is a little demo I put together. And to kind of put it all together, we have this LEGO, this LEGO uh, base plate. So we added some more LEGO 3D printed parts uh, to our arsenal of existing LEGO mm. compatible uh, plate. So the the new one here is uh, the the 1.5 inch OLED, and really that was the the newest. One. Oh, and the battery right. thing. That's right, a little battery bit. Cause, uh, yeah, because Pedro previously did the feather one, which hey, this is a feather and it works with all the feathers. And what was this one? Is like the point nine inch. We have so there's many. so many different. We we kind of categorize them by like what are the the yeah the that looks like seen? like the standard Stemma QT. It's one inch by 0.7 inch, which is like 98 percent of of QT boards fit in that size. Sometimes they have to make them a little bigger, but for the most part, almost all of our sensors are that size. Yeah, which is great. So some good standardization there. And yeah, definitely check out the little video that we put together. And if you want to get some, uh, some of these Lego plates, we have them on, on our usual places. And you can search for STEMA Lego and the Learn system and and the guide will, will pull up for it. So I got a little base plate here to kind of hold it up. And you can also 3D print the little Adabot there. He is indeed 3D printed. Quite um, cute. Quite cute, yeah. So definitely check it out. Really awesome work, Lamar, on the feather. This is our favorite feather. Yay. It's like all the projects. Right. Cool stuff. And we're going to show your feather video tonight, the RP2040, and the speed up 
of a sandworm, which is a really cool 3D print that you did. Good. Yeah. More Dune. Yeah. Got to wait a year to let movies out. All right. Thanks, Dan Pedro. All right. Next up, Melissa. Hi. Hello. I have a an Apple IIc, which is like a the compact version of the like the Apple IIe. And uh, this one, it's having a some disc issues, which I'm working on. But uh, this is this was actually my mom's that she gave me to work on. So I'm trying to get it in a working condition at this point. What, what uh, are you going to run on the Apple II? Uh, whatever software she has. OK. <laughs> I also have like this little tiny monitor. Oh, that's so is, cute. Oh, that's yeah. So, oh, I just want to take it home. This is really <laughs> yeah. All right, well, um, let us uh, come back uh, on Show and Tell as you get this going. Yeah, totally. I saw um, someone, they had a Mac and they were showing the Mac Paint and the Adafruit e-ink display. Somehow they were showing the same image at yeah. the same time. And there was like an Arduino connected between the two. I'm just like, what is this? So you sent it to me you're like. Yeah, oh. I don't know what it was either, but I thought it was, it was cool. There was, so, like, there was like a Mac Plus and Mac Paint and then they had that image, they guess they say somehow save the image from Mac Paint and export it from whatever format. I don't even remember what Mac Paint saves as yeah. and then change it into like a bitmap so they could display it on a mag tag. So unlike the, the first retro wave, like 10, 15 years ago, like as Make was doing a lot of maker fairs, that was like the first, you know, another retro wave. This round right now, there's way more resources. Like you can actually almost get anything for retro stuff. And it's another thing that's kind of interesting is like we're actually getting fast enough with chips that I hear people be like, oh yeah, like I bit bang new boss. You know what I mean? Like you can do weird shit yeah, that like we finally stuff. got to the point where it's like, oh, I can like fake peripherals and like make an ADB like local talk adapter using, you know, like an STM32. So like people are doing like weird, weird yeah. stuff because chips are getting good enough. You know, like the microcontroller is now like 20 times faster than the, the processor you're connecting it to. Yeah, we'll emulate an Apple on a, an XP or something. Yeah. All right. All right, thanks, Melissa. Yeah, thank you. All right, next up, Scott and his collection of flash chips. Hello, spoiler alert. Um, yeah, so I just got a DigiKey order. Um, so thank you to Kevin and DigiKey. Um, and what's in the box? Huh? He packed it and sent it himself. I'm sure he did. Um, there's a, just a, a bunch of chips in here. So I've been doing a lot of flash work and I went a little crazy because flash chips are generally pretty cheap. So I just bought three of a bunch of them uh, because I wanted to be able to both test with them and just like see all of the different data for them. Um, what you're seeing on the screen is that we have this new repo called Adafruit slash NVM.toml, which is my idea for how uh, a bunch of us can just collaborate on a central location for all the settings about different flash chips. Um, so we, I bootstrapped it with the settings we had in CircuitPython, and I'm working on moving CircuitPython completely to that. Um, but now I've got a whole bunch more that I could potentially add to there as well. Um, and I just wanted to show also what I've been doing with them, the way that I store them, and probably what I'll do during Ask an Engineer, is uh, these aid tech boxes that I got off Amazon, they're awesome because they're little tiny boxes and so they're perfect for smd stuff and it turns out i did i i went through and added a bunch more there um you can fit like lqfp 100 chips in here which That's is cute. probably not perfect for like at like static yeah, yeah but okay. stuff 
but for me, where it's like I've got one or two and I probably won't use them, uh, but maybe sometime I'll need them. Like this is way more compact than putting them in packaging. Oh, post, um, post a link in the Discord. I'm sure people are going to, I want to pick up one of those. Those look handy. I like that yeah. it closes on itself for protection. Yeah. And actually, um, let's see. So I put stickers on them to know which one's which. Um, and I have a spreadsheet that tells me what's in every part, but they actually do have a second size. So this one has like Ooh, chunkier ones. That one looks good. So you can see that like over here, there's the like uh, spring spring things there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I've been really- SMT parts maybe too. Yeah, it's so it's been great. I just got rid of a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I get more things, so I have to figure out how to compact them more and more. Um, so I'm going to do that. And then I'll have all these flash chips to reference when I need them. Um, and if folks are doing anything with flash chips like this and you find that you need to know like what chips support what, um, mm -hmm. check out the Tomal stuff. Degetic IDs, oh, what a nightmare. Every, every, every product or project, it's, you have to start from the beginning. Right. right. A good resource. Yeah, yeah. The goal is to have the, just one, one specific place for all of it. All right. Thank you, Scott. Next up, we'll kick in with Liz and her star. Hello. How's it going? Hey, Liz. Uh, so I've been working on a Sailor Moon um, prop thing. Uh, there's a star locket in the anime. And so this week I was working on the 3D printing. Um, so this is a snap fit. Um, the battery died like right as show and tell was kicking off. So that's why I'm plugged into USB right now. Um, but this snaps fit on top there. And then the top also snaps fit. So you get kind of that locket view. Um, and then there's a spot for the speaker to mount. And right here on the back, um, there's a spot for a switch that's going to mount. And then I was thinking about assembly. And uh, the circuit playground will mount into these little kind of posts here with M3 mm -hmm. screws. Mm -hmm. And then in the back, you can attach the gizmo with the screws so everything's all nice. And then these allow you to press the buttons. Um, these little cutouts here. So nice. that was a fun uh, Fusion 360 adventure. Um, Looks great. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that kind of curved bump on the top. Thanks. Thanks. And I uh, actually brought the shape in by um, tracing uh, the star, uh, like a picture from the anime too. So it's like mm. the that's why it's so fly. All right, great. Good work, Liz. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right, next up, Alex. Hello. Hey, Alex. Good to hey, see Alex, you. How's it going? Hey, what's up? Uh, I'm really excited because I published my first tutorial in a while, which is this ESP8266 programmer, which I also turned into an earring because I thought it'd be stylish. Um, it's based well, on- you always a need, you know, You're always like hanging out with ESP8266s and then you're like, bam, I gotta program you. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I've made some programming jigs in the past and it looked janky as crap. It was. Also, it didn't just look janky, it was super janky. It's really hard to, I don't know, just so much soldering, which I love, but also I figured it would be a good idea to do a PCB of it, partly because I wanted to learn KiCad, and also because I'm working on this thing called WidgetCraft, which is a project that's like a bunch of arcane tech tools that are like, if I have to have, you know, custom tools to program stuff, why not make them beautiful and culty and witchy and stuff? So it. uh, it's like part of a series. Um, and I have a little 
uh, one that's plugged in here to sort of show what it's like when it's assembled. So we've got this little two by four pin header, like female header over here. We've got the FTDI boys uh, plugged into this male header over here. And then you've got a couple buttons on the bottom. So when you need to program it, you like push them both down. Oh, I and then love you it. It's the... so cute. <laughs> ah, thanks. It's really satisfying too in a tactile way. Like, oh my God, you have no idea. Um, so this is another one of the like widget craft type ideas where this is some like old public domain images that are super cool mm. called Carl's emblems. And this is more like both of these are like uh, off park after dark, which is like my mm. favorite thing ever. <laughs> it's so good. This is like copper underneath the clear solder. Yeah, it looks beautiful. It looks copper etched. Yeah, this is a great look. Oh, it kind of does, doesn't it? Yeah, it's just, it's so shiny and beautiful. And like a sneak peek, I'm like working on integrating this blue fruit guy with the Neosensory Buzz wristband, which will be in a mm. tutorial in the next like week go. or two. But yeah, that's all this I got. Awesome. All right, we'll keep coming back and showing the stuff. We played around with like Ouija board ideas and electronics and uh, the last mag tag we had uh, tarot cards. We wanted to like combine all those things. So thanks for- what? Wait, I think I saw that. I think I like favorited that on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> another thing is we were looking at like, there's a lot of like electronic ghost hunter projects and that could be kind of a cool inspiration for you. Like it's like, you like talk to the paranormal through your electronics. Cause this like people always awesome. say like, oh, like analog yeah. or RF is like black magic. It's like, but well, what if it really was black Dude. magic? Like what if you had Seriously. to like cast spells? <laughs> the, the, the carvings and the etches from tarot cards, turns out they just look amazing on e-ink screens too. Yeah. I thing. bet. Yeah. With that like old school high contrast. Mm, yeah. That sounds really nice. You make an electronic. And I, feel like, I feel like the robot familiars kind of play into the same idea where it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, you know, yeah, I love it. Witchy Tronics. All right, I Alex, think. we'll keep coming back and showing more stuff. It's a thing. Come cool. back. It's good to see you guys. See you around. Good to see you, you start working on projects again. Mm. All right. All right. Thanks, Next Alex. Up, let's go to Sai. Sai, take it away. Hey, Sai, welcome back. Hi. Um, so I designed a carrier board for my Raspberry Pi Pico to add cellular connectivity. Yeah, cool. Uh, um, this is my first time designing something with, um, I believe it's called the M.2 form factor. Yeah. Um, the cellular card comes in the M.2 form factor. And the cool thing about this is that it acts as an I squared C peripheral. So the Pico um, drives the um, cellular module. I got it working except for like a very small change. Um, mm -hmm. And I have my stemma connector so that I could connect um, any any sensor I want and you know um, collect data. I, I need to further refine this design. But I was really surprised that, you know, even though I saw, like, you know, that it, I got it working in one go. Um, but solving the, yeah. Our Pico phone. Congratulations. That sounds like super fun. All right. Well, you know, if you uh, end up using CircuitPython with the Pico, we have a couple cellular modules, uh, libraries for like the AT command set. If you're using AT commands, uh, you might be able to just get it working. That'd be fun. You could just like plug in sensors and use all of our libraries to get sensor data over MQTT or RAS. Yeah, I can use Adafruit IO. Yeah. I did use CircuitPython. You know, it was quite easy to, you know, download the binary and get going. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, yeah. well, keep um, coming back and showing that. And if it gets to a spot where you want to share it, you can email me PT at Adafruit and we'll put it up on the blog and in the newsletter. Yeah. I think this is the first Pico phone so far I've seen. Pico phone. That's Pico. what I'm calling it. Beep, beep, speakerphone. Right. I like it. I never thought of a name for the project. Thank Not you. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone, you know, you saw that rotary phone that used our stuff. It was the portable rotary phone. So, so yeah. you're like, there's a lot of cool phone stuff that you can do. And now yeah. we have another chip. Yeah. All right, cool. Thank you. All right, thank you, Sai.
All right, All right, next up, we're going to go to Ron. Ron we're going to speed round it, everybody, because we hey only have eight minutes. So take it away. If everyone can keep it to like a minute-ish, we can get to everyone. So I've been slowly working on uh, putting more sensors around my house. And so I started working with an ESP8266 and a BME280 uh, to, to read temperature um, humidity data to send it off to a server, a Node.js server I'm running. And I have a few of them around just because I live in a really old drafty apartment. So temperature is different everywhere. Um, but I wanted at least one of them to have some display. So I picked up the ink display. And um, so this will deep sleep after, you know, for a minute after it sends the data off to the server, throwing off a uh, 66, 100 milliamp hour battery. Um, and then it updates this about every three minutes, three cycles, uh, because you can't update these too often. Um, but yeah, it just, uh, it's and using these uh, ADS 1115 to read the battery voltage and also send that off to the server. So. That's cool. All right, you've got your little like low power sensor module. Good work there. Yeah. Thanks. So Thanks. Much. Nice work. All right. Next up, let's go to two two three one puppy. Hi. So Hi. I have a project that I've been working on for a pretty long time. It's called the Carbot. Okay. So you can kind of guess what it is, but it's actually, in my opinion. No need, no, I don't mean to brag, but kind of cool. So I'm sure it's cool. Shut up. I'm going to share a tab. There's also a video. I hope that's okay. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, Maybe. as long as you can show it in like a minute or so. Yeah, yeah. so I I don't have the actual thing. It's in the garage under my work. Okay. But yeah, it's a car. It's, it's a, a car. car. Yeah, it's a car. It's a car. It goes, goes in the garage. Oh, uh, that is cool. That is cool. Controller, Carbot Forwards 3. This is live from the Amazon warehouse. Cool <laughs> Controller, Carbot Forwards 15. You've become the Lego turtle. Buckle up. That's so cool. So, oops, don't want to play it again. Um, I've got a few pictures. Yeah, how'd you do this? Working on it. That right there, can you see my mouse? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a power bank to power mm -hmm. it all inside of it. Uh, I'm going to click through kind of fast. And a, lot, a lot of wiring, speakers. Assembled. My yeah. first Tesla. This, this came, this was like a kid's car from Amazon. So it's yeah. a cheap radio system. And then this is all the inside again and me working on it. So yeah, that's it. Wow, that's so right. awesome. Good stuff. If you write it up as a project, let us know, and we'll put it up on the, the blog and more. I'm, I'm sure this will go viral, as they say, because it's an electric car, and it's Alexa. It's all the things combined into one. I love so it. Good us, work. Let us know. Right. If, you, if you post it online, we can Okay. Uh, the only it. thing it needs next week when you come by, I want you to add some more LEDs. I think you have to, you have to like add some like, like ground effects. I actually, yeah, bought, ground effects like I actually that. bought two side light NeoPixel bars that I was going to put on it. Yeah, yeah. You got you to do that. Because you got to be safe at night. Okay, I was right. going to use them in a sword, but okay. All right. Well, well, we can we'll, recycle see, them. we'll see you next week with right. uh, some, okay. some more LEDs. Okay, don't do only pox them. Just use like tape or something. Take them off. All right. All right. Bye. Thank All you. Bye-bye. Right. Next up, Joey. How's it going, Joey? Hey, Joey. Howdy, y'all. Uh, I'm bringing back a project that I kind of uh, showed a few weeks ago, the Pi Quarter. Yeah. Um, I did another revision of it that's uh, kind of a little, little bit different, fixes some of my mistakes and adds some buttons instead of the um, the touch matrix. I'm going to share my uh, my screen really quick. Uh, yeah. So this is um, 
a demo that I um, did a while back with the Elwin book, but uh, this is uh, y'all's air quality monitor. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's just using this um, to kind of page through different screens of statistics, um, kind of air quality over time. Yeah, it's just, um, and then I got this little 3D printed case that I'm kind of iterating on. But yeah, just like a, a, a second revision of the, uh, of the Pi quarter to kind of, yeah, begin nice. to see where I can share it. And I put the design files up on GitHub so I can uh, share that in the Discord chat whenever. Yeah, uh, please do. Yeah. All right. All right, the most impressive thing for me is you uh, managed to keep that short memory display from ripping off of the connector tab. And be careful, that was very delicate. Treacherous. All right, thank you, Joey. Keep, nope. keep on making cool stuff, watches and more. All right, we still have one. Okay. Two, three. We still have four people. So oh, if no. everyone can keep it to um, I didn't see under a people. minute. Yeah, there's more people. Sorry, sorry. So. All right. Ariel. Ariel Wolf. A hey, Wolf, hey, sorry. Juan. Hi, hi. Um, sorry, I'll put my camera up. Um, so I'm on a team where we have a car um, in university and we like uh, make a car and I'm on the data acquisition team. So yeah. we have, uh, this is like a tie rod, I think it is. And um, I use a little string gauge and a Pico and a amplifier. And if you look, the LEDs light up depending oh, on yeah. what direction oh, yeah. you pull it. So it's very light bends, but with the amplifier board, the data actually comes out, which was very difficult to do, even though it seems very simple because amplifiers were very difficult to use. But yeah, that's it. Okay, good work on that string gauge. Looks like you got data coming out and uh, you're ready to log it and, and keep your car nice and safe. Uh, yeah. every, every person that works on a car does a little bit together. I hope you win. Yeah, thank you. Congratulations. All right, good stuff. All right, next up, we're going to go to Dandy, then Mark, then David, if we can get to everybody. Hey, Dandy. Hey, how's it going? Hello. Uh, so when I was last here a few months ago, I just designed my first PCB. And since then, I've designed a whole bunch of them. I kind of got the bug. Uh, mm-hmm. So I'll show a couple. My most polished one is uh, this thing, which I just put on my brand new Tindy store. Uh, and this mm-hmm. is called the Ohm, Ohm Parade. And it's a little uh, variable resistor or programmable resistor. Uh, I was thinking you could also think of it as a, a digital potentiometer, except the digits in this case are your finger digits. Yes. So you, so you uh, flip the switches and basically can uh, turn this into a, any resistance between ten ohms and and two and a half kilo ohms, and then plugs right into your breadboard and kind of use it when you can't find any the situation. Exactly. Any resistor you need, or you can plug in a little LED and see how the brightness varies with different resistance. So, uh, so just a little like handy tool to have around um, and uh, get my feet wet in designing something a little more like a polished product. Good uh, work. And then, and then lately I've been way into PCB art, and this is so what I'm really excited about is this badge I'm working on. That's it's nice. the Perseverance rover, mm-hmm. and uh, so soon I'll be doing a batch of these in in gold too. So this is kind of a. Uh, tracing of the details of the Perseverance rover mast. So Yeah, good use of the mast to make it look like the horizon on uh, yeah, Mars like as Mars. well. That looks really on nice. Mars, yeah, you got the copper showing through the Yeah, background. that's a really nice effect. That's cool. Thank you. Thanks. All right, thank All you, right. Dan. Thanks Keep so coming much. by. Thank Check you. out your cool art. Bye. All right, now we're going to go to Mark and then David. Let's see if we can wrap up in a minute. Yeah, try to do the best you can. <laughs> All right, this is just quick. Uh, I was doing my numbers last week, and just before the show, of course, it is going dark. One moment. Bum, 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 bum. There we go. Yeah. Um, right, that's cool. Yeah, I just managed to get it all soldered up and trying to make sure it works before I actually epoxy down the covers on top of it. And yeah, the that's next good. step is to actually hook it up to the, hopefully the Feather S2 so it can control it through Wi-Fi. Yeah, 
Yeah. And this project is for folks to be able to find which house is yours because some of them look the same and now you're going to have the only multicolor house numbers. Yeah, being able to make it flash when people are coming by. And That'd be funny. Be like, else. find the one of the flashing lights. Yeah. All right. Good work, and Mark. Very handy. Thanks a lot. You're very nice. Well, thank you, too. All right, David. Place out. Hello. Hello. Um, so this is a pre-stema kind of I2C board. And mm -hmm. this is a stema board. Mm -hmm. And then I figure out that I could do this. And then I can plug one of my old boards mm. into this and I will yeah. stand up for free. So yeah, that, that was my great idea soldering. Um, it's a good idea. Um, and then, okay, I think time out because uh, you have another show to run. Yeah, we got to do another show. Do you well, want This is a great idea. Good, good. Yeah, good idea. Good ideas. Do you want to come back next week and show more of the collection? Yeah, sure, but uh, this week is special because I don't have to go to sleep too late to be in sync with you because oh, yeah. we are not in the same time. Oh, so there's the uh, mm. All right, well, it's good to see you. Good to see you. Okay. Uh, okay, okay we'll keep coming back, and thanks for sharing that. All right, thanks, everybody. Well, we had epic, like 15 people. That was one of the biggest show and tells we've done in a long time. Okay, well, people are coming back. That's good. Again. Nature's healing. Nature's okay, so we'll see everybody next week. Um, next week, JP, I believe, is host, and then and Noam and Pedro, Pedro, and then we're back after that. Yeah. We're rotating all these out, so everyone get a chance to host on our team more. And uh, we'll be doing Ask an Engineer, 8 p.m., just a couple minutes. And thank you so much, everyone, thanks, for everybody. making this the best half an hour of our week, every single week, show and tell. See you in a few minutes. Don't remember, I'm cool. Yeah, you got to get a TikTok, though. TikTok, sir, doesn't count. Oh, no.